Welcome to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender, where I'm here to help you stay strong and last long in your athletic endeavors. There's no running topic too broad or lifting topic too heavy that we won't cover. So if you're looking to get fitter, faster, stronger, then this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Melissa, certified functional strength coach, personal trainer, running coach, hybrid athlete with a no BS approach to fitness, creating unfiltered conversations around fitness topics that can be somewhat messy. And the answer is often, it depends. On the lookout for your go-to running shoe, then this podcast is for you. Finding running shoes is super personal. So no matter what anyone tells you, there is just no one perfect pair for every single person. It's like finding a good pair of jeans. It'll be somewhat different for everyone. Now, good running shoes can make the difference between a run realized and a run refused. And even though there's some trial and error involved in finding the right pair of shoes for your feet and for your goals, the payoff is real. You'll have shoes that lay the groundwork for a comfortable, rewarding, and enduring pursuit. Whether you're running primarily for your health, for a personal best, or entering a race. So let's get in. To stay comfortable while you run, it's crucial to find the best running shoe that matches your foot shape, your gait, your running style. Because let's face it, we all have deviations in our anatomy, and we all have a unique running pattern that is individualized to us, and that's totally normal. And then you also have to think about your running surface. Trails, road, gravel, tracks, it all makes a difference. Some key things to look out for. First and foremost is to focus on the fit of the running shoe for you. When you run, your feet expand and swell, so you want to aim for at least a thumb's width of space between your longest toe and the end of your shoe. Now you want to let comfort rule. Comfort is key. If a shoe feels a bit off when you try it on for the first time, it most likely 100% will not feel much better on a run. So again, it can make or break your running journey. I encourage you to try lots and lots of different running shoes out. And if possible, visit a specialty running store for a fitting. Try on a bunch of different shoes and go back to the pair that felt best for you. Shop with a goal. Consider what you want most from your running shoes. Is it distance? Maybe think more cushioning. Is it speed work? Maybe look at the weight and the responsiveness of the shoe. And if you can, have a shoe rotation that is super ideal. Studies and research have proven that having a shoe rotation reduces your risk of injury, aids in your performance, and of course, who does not love having multiple running shoes? Okay, so if I'm being honest, this is probably one of the most widely asked questions that I get in my life, like all the time. You guys are always asking me, hey, Melissa, what's the perfect running shoe? Hey, Melissa, which shoe do you recommend? Which running shoe do you wear? So if you follow me on social, you know I typically dismiss this question because so often it depends. And I cycle through running shoes. I have about five to six pairs that I filter through. I don't know, maybe more, sometimes less. And I completely understand why this question is so widely asked. I get it if you want to wear the perfect running shoe and the correct running shoe for you. If you're logging the miles, if you're training for an event, a good running shoe is so necessary. It should be a non-negotiable. And running shoes, I get it, are expensive, so you naturally want to make the right choice. Now, running shoes, although seemingly complex, are actually a lot more straightforward and simple than you think. But I want to start out by saying my perfect running shoe will not be your perfect running shoe. 
I guarantee I have a different foot size, a different foot shape, a different landing pattern, and just a different body in general. So with that being said, I think a lot of people might overthink the type of running shoe that they need because of all of the running shoe marketing out there, which is completely understandable. I get into the trap as well. I love researching shoes. I love trying all different types of shoes. And that's why we're doing this podcast. But I'm going to blow your mind right now. The perfect running shoe is the one that is most comfortable for you and your foot. The one that fits well, the one that does not cause blisters, the one that does not cause you to have pain or go numb, the one that does not cause you to have black toenails. And if it fits like a glove, then that is your shoe. Your shoe, you want it to be extremely functional for running, not just what's trending or not trendy looking. Um, I remember back in like 2013 when I started picking up more distance running, started running more. I found a super cute shoe and it wasn't my size. I fit my feet into that shoe and I demolished my toes. Totally not worth it. So you want your shoe to be a running shoe that is functional for running and that you size appropriately. And then honestly, if you ask hundreds of different runners what they recommend, you're going to get hundreds of different answers on the shoes that they love. So it's all about trying different shoes, making sure it fits your foot well, and that it gets the job done. You'll find a few that you love, and you'll find a few that you hate, and that's totally normal. So there's obviously lower-end and higher-end quality running shoes, and I do recommend higher-quality running shoes if possible. You want to keep your feet, ankles, knees, hips all happy. And again, make sure you have a thumbs with a space between your longest toe and the end of your shoe as well. And now some runners care a lot about the weight of their shoe. I know I always research how much a shoe weighs before I purchase it. And research does show that you expend more aerobic energy with heavier shoes. However, lighter shoes sometimes have less cushioning, which do make them feel faster. But what's super cool is that there's so many new designs with running companies that now create new midsole foams, which make a plush ride possible without adding much bulk to the shoe, which is extremely ideal. I absolutely love how running companies are creating and developing running shoes. It's, it's really neat to see and really awesome. Now, if you're going long distance, some extra cushioning is definitely where it's at and might be a better option as it provides impact absorption. Also, you want to consider a running shoes drop, sometimes referred to as offset, which is the difference between the heel and the forefoot measurements or how much your toes drop below your heel. It's important because a higher drop can lead to more heel striking and also transfers some strain away from the lower leg. And on the other side, a lower offset will shift some of their load further down the chain of motion during your gait cycle to the calf and Achilles. Now, neither option is better than the other. It's very individualized. So when deciding on a shoe drop, choose the shoe that feels most natural to you and most comfortable to you, taking into account your personal running mechanics and also your injury history. Many shoes have a drop between 8 and 12 millimeters, but some shoes have less than 6, and a few based on minimalist designs have no drop. Now for me, I often shift between different drops of shoes so that I avoid overuse injuries, and I keep my feet and lower body in check. So before I get into which running shoes I'm currently fancying at the moment, again I'm going to suggest going to your local running store because they often assess your foot and your gait and will point you in the right direction and allow you to try different pairs of shoes until you find your best fit in your glass slipper. They'll often measure your foot because you want to make sure you're sizing up correctly for your running shoes. Trust me, if not, your feet will be 100% unhappy. 
And like I mentioned earlier, I also recommend checking the weight of the shoe. Some are extremely heavier than others, some are lighter, so you wanna find what's comfortable for you while you're running. Also, if you don't have a local running store, even going to a Dick's Sporting Goods or something like that, just trying on a bunch of different brands and seeing what feels best. Some great brands are Saucony Running, Brooks Running, Nike Running, Ultra Running, Mizuno's, anything like that. Just making sure that they're made for running. Now for me personally, I size up to a nine and a half in all my running shoes and I filter through a bunch of different shoes depending on if it's an easy run, a speed workout, long run, races, and everything in between. I honestly love trying different shoes and it's all about trial and error. I've had shoes that have destroyed my feet. I have shoes that absolutely I adore and love. So it's all about trial and error. I've never just tried a shoe and was like, oh, okay, yeah, everybody should have this shoe. Not by any means. Best advice is definitely going to your local running store. I absolutely love the guy who owns our running store. I worked with him. He's a running coach. He's such a great dude. He's helped me get, he helped me get through my first marathon in 2017, and I'll never forget his advice. Now, most of these people who own local running shops have careers in running or are running coaches themselves, and they're always between, I'm not even joking, like going to any running store, they're always between the age of like 50 and 70, and they just have so much knowledge and have been in endurance sports literally their whole life, probably ran 50, 60, 70 marathons skipped around the world and you look at them and you're like, okay, yeah, they're, they know their stuff. They know what running is and we need to chat. (laughs) So, and you know, even if the owner's not there, even any seasoned employee usually has some great knowledge about the running shoes there. So the main thing is being there, being in person and giving them as much information as possible because I'm not with you in person. So I can only guide you so far. So when you go Just tell them all this useless information about your feet. Tell them about your running goals, your mileage. Show them your current running shoes. The more information, the better. That can be extremely beneficial. Say what's been going on, maybe where you get pain in certain areas of your feet, where your shoes wear down, and then sometimes they even ask more questions. Or maybe they'll just like nod and smile and then come back with like two, three, five, six, eight different pairs of shoes for you to try. So they come back with all these different shoes and you're going to try them all on. You're going to walk around. You're going to trot around the store. Sometimes they have a treadmill so you can actually hop on the treadmill, try the shoes out for a bit. And one time I remembered that they let me take the shoes for two days and said, go on a treadmill and try them out for yourself. So I did. And I remember my foot was not happy with those shoes. So I took them back. We exchanged it for something different and something better that worked for me and my body. So you want to make sure while, yes, some things might be cute and stylish, you want to make sure that it's functional for you as a runner. When you're logging miles, when you're training for a marathon, a half marathon, when you're running multiple times a week, you want to keep your body as comfortable and as confident and happy as possible. So with that being said, what do I recommend? Now I'll get into what I recommend. I'll give some makes and models, but keep in mind my foot, my stride, strike, gait, and body are all different than yours. And a few years ago, just a side note, one of my in-person clients who's a runner and she was lifting with me, she wanted a new pair of running shoes and asked for the exact specific ones that I was using. So I gave her the make and model. She ordered them. She tried them. She absolutely hated them. They hurt her foot. So I suggested going to the running store, trying different pairs and finding her glass slipper. So that's what she did. She returned those ones and she was fitted for a new shoe that worked best for her. 
So again, that's what it's all about. It's finding your glass slipper. But anyway, so for me, my height is 5'5". Five five. I wear about a 9.5 in all my running shoes. I have kind of wide feet. I log a ton of miles. I usually run about five days a week. I primarily seem to mid-foot strike, but I do have different foot strike depending if I'm on the trails or versus road. So again, what worked for me may not work for you, but I do have some absolute faves. I currently have about four to five maybe shoes in my rotation, maybe six um, right now. And if it's possible, having at least two different shoes in your rotation, again, is recommended. So I am currently loving my Saucony Endorphin Pro 3s. Honestly, I love I love them so much. Like my foot is so happy in the Endorphin Pro 3s. I can't even begin to explain it. I love the whole Saucony Endorphin series. They have Speeds, Pro 3s, Elites as well. And I'm also loving Ultra Tempos. I do love my Ultra shoes. And Brooks Hyperion, they're great. Nike Vaporflies and Nike Alpha Flies. But some of those might be a little bit aggressive for new runners, so keep that in mind as well. I also have some from Topo Athletic Shoes. And um, for heavy trails or inclement weather, I do have some Nike running shoes. And Ultra has great trail shoes as well. So for easy miles, I love wearing my Ultra Tempos. I love the anatomically created foot shape. They're comfortable, they're cushiony, they have a zero drop shoe, which means there's no drop to the heel to the toe. So it's basically a flat elevated cushiony ride with a wider toe box. And it's still extremely light. I think they're about maybe 6.9 ounces with a slight rocker shape. So it gives a really nice energy return. But again, there's very cushiony and comfortable. And I'll also wear Brooks running shoes for easy runs. They're kind of like an OG company with that, so typically they provide a lot of comfort and stability. And if you're new to running, starting with something like Brooks Ghost or Brooks Glycerin is a great option. Now for my distance running and tempo work, I love Saucony Endorphin Pro 3s. They're just simply amazing on my feet. Like I just am obsessed with them. Honestly, I love them so much. They're lightweight, they're bouncy, good energy return, so comfortable, and I can't say enough good things about them. But that being said, I didn't like the Saucony Endorphin Pros 2s, but I love the 3s. So they did a major upgrade, major improvements, and I actually just ordered another pair. So for my half marathon that I did in April, where I did a 139 half marathon, I was wearing the Saucony Endorphin Pro 3s. I also love Nike Vaporflies for speed work, and I also love Nike Alpha Flies for speed work as well. And then also just be mindful of running shoe companies when they do make Although you might get the same make and model when they update shoes, sometimes they might change things straight, uh, slightly. So since I love the Saucony Endorphin Pro 3s, I'm just buying multiple pairs of them because I'm so nervous that they're going to upgrade them and I'm not going to like them. Do you know what I'm saying? So once you find a shoe, make sure you get like a couple pairs of it. Now, I also recently got the Saucony Endorphin Elites, which I really enjoy and I'm super excited to log more miles in them. And also for some speed work, I do like the Brooks Hyperion series as well. So they did some upgrades and I am fancying them as well. There's just so many actual running brand shoes. So remember, functional over cute, you have to find your glass slipper. And there's so many brands that have been around for such a long time that know what they're doing. It's just about finding what feels best for you. There's Saucony Running, Ultra Running, Mizuno's, Asics, New Balance, Nike Running. And remember, you want a running specific shoe. There's so many different brands, and I haven't tried all the brands, but I can speak for the ones that I have tried. 
Um, there's some that I have tried that I don't like, but that's just me. So I'm not going to say which ones I don't really like because I just don't feel like that's appropriate because they might work for you. But remember, these brands, they're all going to have different styles. They're all going to have different makes, different models within their major brand that are geared more for either races, easy runs, trail running, road running, speed workouts, and more. So again, you have to find your goal and then find the shoe that's appropriate for you and that feels best for you. Overall, you don't need to worry about the nitty-gritty questions with running shoes at first. You want to find a pair that fits your feet well, that you can run comfortably in, and that simply work best for your foot, how you run, your stride, your personal form and technique, and that doesn't cause you pain. I know this may not be what you wanted to hear, but honestly, finding the right running shoe for you is so individualized, and there's so much trial and error that goes on with it. I remember, just another side note, years ago I was told I needed a stability shoe, so I tried out one, wore it for like a month or two, and they were just so heavy, clunky, caused me hip flexor pain. I absolutely hated them. So remember, you might not, you don't need all the bells and whistles, all the stability factors. You just get to the store, try on a bunch of different shoes, and see what fits best for you. Because we're all unique, and we each have our own glass slipper, so it's about finding your shoe for you. And if it happens to be any of the ones that I did mention, then hey yo, because I love them and I hope you love them just as much. So if you're tuning in and you're a new or seasoned runner and wondering what shoe you should try, then I hope this episode helps you out. Thank you for listening to the Performance Podcast with Melissa Kender. And to everyone listening, share this episode of the show, leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps. And thank you again. You can find me on all areas of social and I look forward to chatting with you guys next time.